to our Facebook fam to hit the share. That's right. Start a watch party. Do it now. Spread some positivity in your neighbors, your friends, your families' lives because they need it right now. We all do. Thank you for taking the time to tune in next Tuesday, Dr. Chapa. We're going to be back. What's the topic? Are we going to continue talking about mental health? Mental health and sleep. We're continuing this whole kind of month working on it and with you know a little bit of the stress uh, factors. Uh, today, I just wanted to kind of continue on with what we were discussing last week because I just really, there is so much that sleep has to do with we have a uh, you know uh, you know our overall vitality and wellness and uh, mental health is such an important piece people come in i need my brain to work you know it doesn't i won't i can't get it to think through this stuff mm-hmm. and so i'm constantly working at you know just helping people navigate some of the challenges no matter what the challenge is guys just be willing and uh, able to you know keep pressing on you know and i didn't mention it but you know we do have a 20% off all of our supplements this month to help you know, uh, ease the burden and keep people able to stay on a nutrition plan. We believe in nutrition so much that we're willing to uh, you know, practically give it away because you need it uh, more than ever right now. And uh, we're here for you guys. We want to be here for you guys, and we'll continually be here for you guys. So come take advantage of 20% off. It's pretty amazing. Now's the time to cleanse. That's right. That's or at right. least store. You could even store up for yeah, the next you might, cleanse. You might even store up for the next cleanse. That's yeah. not a bad idea. So absolutely, positively, get 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 ready. Um, I mean, and then ask us, like, hey, look, this is I want to take advantage of, like, how to how can I, you know, take advantage of this month? Uh, what what do I need to do? And just know that uh, we're we're we use a lot of product, okay? But we use a lot of product because you have multiple systems, multiple pillars in the body that need to be supported, and we can help you navigate if you've got a tool chest in your tool bag and so when people have these tools then they're able to get information we're able to get information to them quickly and get them results quickly so it's a pretty cool thing this is khea radio 99.5 fm uh tune in tomorrow to kickstart we are going to have a, a special guest i'm so excited for this guest dr Chapa. maybe you've seen some of his videos but his name's taylor ransom and if you follow him on instagram it's real taylor ransom he is from kentucky and He's a Christian comedian, cracks me up. I love he, he's Christian done these videos comedians. like with like Chick Fil A and Popeyes. Like you, you maybe seen some of his stuff. Like his his videos are great. But tomorrow we're gonna have him uh, zoomed I've in. I've always wanted to uh, like just how I mean the thinking that those guys have. I mean they operate in a different realm. Yeah. I mean their their thinking patterns are uh, all. They're definitely not by the norm. And I think that's why they're so funny because they think so logically and differently than you know most people and and they're the masters of the obvious i mean they always just call it like uh hello yeah (laughs) when you say it so plainly it's like wow that is pretty ridiculous now that you say it that way exactly exactly so i think that that's you know that will be a good show so i'm excited for you guys so yeah man god bless everybody hope you all have a fantastic week we'll see y'all next tuesday nine o'clock and we will rock the house with another chop a talk and khe radio Uh, being with you guys. This is KTA Radio, 99.5 FM. All right, Facebook, y'all be blessed. Have a good day. Good morning. It's Tuesday, just after 9 o'clock. I'm going to go ahead and kick this on the FM. I have Dr. Aaron Chapa with Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center in studio, like we do on Tuesdays, talking about health, nutrition. Smash the share button. Start a watch party. Let's share some positivity in the lives of everybody on your, your Facebook page or if you're on a, a podcast platform. Go ahead and text this link to somebody. Here we go.
Good morning. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. My name is Guardy. It's just after 9 o'clock. I have Dr. Aaron Chapa here in studio where we are going to be learning about health, nutrition, what little changes you can do to add years to your life, what little things you can do to make life today more enjoyable. You know, it seems like it's always a big shift. Sometimes it's just the little things that can make all the difference. There are things that you can implement today that will have long-term effects for forever. So um, right now, we are in an interesting season. Things are starting to open back up. You know, things are starting to go back to some sense of normalcy, but there's a lot of people that have chose not to do that or they're doing it, you know, at their own rate. I don't know if there's a right answer. You know, we have Dr. Chop, and we haven't stopped doing this this podcast. We haven't stopped doing this radio show. We haven't stopped doing this and broadcasting the video all over the world since all of this has started, and we're not about to stop now. So we're going to keep continuing to to post positivity, share out some love, and uh, I want to hear how people are doing. So if you're watching on Facebook, let me know. How are you doing today? Where are you watching from? What things are you looking to start doing today to maybe have effects on the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now? So, uh, Dr. Chapa, how's it going, man? How are you doing today? Oh, man, I'm fantastic. It's just great to hear you, uh, you know, remind our listeners that we have been here in the studio every week, you know, working through uh, the different challenges that come up and have, have have come up and will you know seemingly continue to come up, but yet you know, it's 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 a nice uh, consistent message that I think people want to hear, need to hear, and should hear uh, when it comes to like health and wellness still abides. Like we still need to be looking at m- ways of taking care of our bodies. I've got more. I hate to say it. I talked to one of my patients in um, California yesterday. And and she goes, man, I, you know, COVID hasn't really been too good on my waistline. You mm. know, I said, oh, you got the COVID thirteen, huh? And you know, <laughs> yeah. she laughed because I mean, it's thirteen pounds. You know, for those that didn't get the joke. Yeah. Um, you know, but the the reality is 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 um, we are we, we, things seem to be you know changing for us here in the southeast um, you know Texas region. And thankful I am. You know, I, I think that more um, and and more. Uh, I, I'm thankful that, you know, it didn't have an effect um, legitimately, like, you know, destroying people's health as they predicted. And uh, I'm, I'm more, you know, encouraged to see, you know, more and more people um, stepping out and getting out into the sunshine and getting in in, 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 in a God's way to, you know, the, the weather has been really good, you know, over the last, you know, eight to ten weeks. And I, I and there's something about the sunshine. I mean, if you live in a place where the sun is not shining as bright as it is down here, um, it is. I mean, so unfortunate. Isn't this is snowing like in other places? <laughs> yeah. I was texting one of my friends. He lives in in Pennsylvania, like near Pittsburgh, and I told him like in my head, you live in a cabin and there's snow. He's like, well, it is snowing today. I'm like, man, that that stinks. You know, it just really affects everything. But we are fortunate to live here in, in Galveston County, and the weather has been really nice, which I feel has helped uh, a lot of morale and everything else. But, um, yeah. And, 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 and it is. It's, the, it's p- powerful. Like, the sun is um, an amazing nutrient. And, and one of the original classes that I used to teach back in the day is, you know, sunshine was one of the fundamental factors that we spoke about, how important it is to get out in the sun and let it beat on you a little bit. You know, so many, we, we, we have been convinced and 
duped in other ways that the sun is bad and it causes skin cancer and this, that, and the other. And it's not true. I mean, there are other factors that play into a person with, you know, skin cancers, so to speak. But I find that, you know, too often um, educa- being educated and, and educating ourselves on topics on both sides of the ledger help us to think through the process that we're dealt day in and day out because we are all dealing with, you know, information overload. And it is hard to, you know, work through all those angles and figure out, all right, well, which stance am I going to take? You know, which Mm -hmm. direction am I going to go? And how am I going to uh, withstand when all the dust settles? Dr. Chaba, do you feel like an OG of the health, nutrition, um, you know, I'm going to call it the game, the lifestyle? Are Are you an OG? You're an original? Like, you've been here for years, like 14, 15 years ago. You're preaching the same message that you did then. And just because there's there's a virus, just because there's things going on like that, that stuff is still true today. You know, it's true 10 years ago. It's true today. And, 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 and you've heard me say this time and time again. Absolutely. And I've preached it from day one on this show. When's the best time to plant an oak tree? 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, but when's the next best time? Today. Today. Yeah. And so the message that I love sharing with patients, especially the patients that they see what work. I mean. Living healthy is not an like it's just a fundamentally easy thing to do. It's simple, but it's not always easy because it requires you to say no to things. It requires a level of consistent discipline to say, "I'm going to drink X amount of water, you know, one liter per fifty pounds of body weight. If I work out, I'm going to drop an extra thirty-two, you know, liters or uh, ounces into my day. I, you know, going and making saying, "All right, I'm going to fuel my body right seventy percent of my day." so that um, I can get through my week more effectively, more productivity. I'm going to you know, give myself some gray area, but I'm going to be mindful. You know, If I know I've got a bunch of parties this month because of holidays or because of um, celebrations, like we've got you know, in April was, I think, seven, seven celebrations, everything from birthdays to anniversaries. And, I mean, there's a lot going on. But does that give me the right to every week, every you know, chance I get – to just keep eating junk food, junk food, junk food? And the, re- the answer is no. I mean, we still have to be wise about how we take care of this thing we call our bodies, especially if we want anything good to come out of it. And, um, uh, and, and, and so it's, a, it's, an, it's an absolute uh, must that we get uh, information into our heads on how to live better, be better, and stay better one bite at a time. And at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center, we are all about educating the masses on, hey, these are things you should be eating less of because what you eat is important, but what you don't eat is more important. We find that too often to be true, there are inflammatory factors that are driving people's bodies into you know crisis. And I just had you know a couple bring their uh, kids in last week and um, for a follow up, and and they said, I just don't understand how come we've been to three or four of the pediatricians and some of and some one of our kids has had surgery and this for, you know, um, ear issues and snotty nose and this, that, and the other. And how come nobody told us what you've told us? And, and, and you know, my, my response is they just don't know, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, and unfortunately, sometimes they're, they don't want to know. You know, they, they, we, we know what we know, and we kind of like just build and hang our hat on that hook instead of being a lifelong student, a lifelong learner. Somebody that is constantly in the game and pressing forward to, I'm not satisfied with 
you know, the results that I'm getting out of life in my body, and I'm going to change the dynamics uh, of thinking so that I get better opportunities to make better choices so that I can get some better results. And it literally just follows that formula. And so you can only, you can't solve your problems at the same level that they're created. You have to start thinking differently. You got to get to another elevation point or seek a different set of counsel that will press you to do something a little different than you were doing before so that you can get a different change, a different result. You can't follow a chocolate chip cookie recipe and expect sugar cookies. It just doesn't work. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and so um, we re- I, I recognized a long time ago that most genetics in the body for people is more than just a gene that was passed down from mom and dad. Blame it on your mom, blame it on your dad, you know? I got it from my mom. Yeah, yeah. I right. mean, because everybody wants to blame it something on somebody else instead of taking responsibility for themselves. And and most gene issues, most genetic disorders that people call genetic um, uh, hand-me-downs, generational curses, are nothing more than familiar lifestyle patterns because the average person only does what they know how to do, not necessarily what they want to do, mm-hmm. you know? And, and it takes time and education, consistency over that uh, a course of time to get the results that we want out of life and to get results out of our health um, to, so we can perform at our best all the days of our life. I want to be 125, fully functional in spirit, mind, and body. And I'm okay if you know, God's plan for me is different. I'm okay if God's plan for you is different. To, I'm not going to walk around claiming that I'm going to die in a year or I'm going to you know, be unhealthy or, or I'm not going to claim that I have this cancer or that disease or accept the fact that you know, there are you know, seasons of bugs that come through our cities and that I'm going to catch everyone. No way, man. I'm, I'm a fighter. I want you to be a fighter. I want you to recognize that your body is a fighter. And you know, your mental health, which is our topic for the day, is just it hinges on... First and foremost, your belief. You know, whether you think you can or you think you can't, so says Zig Ziglar, um, you're right. And I just you know, help want people to see that you're more control of your health than you realize. You just got to stop making some of the choices that you're making that got you into the boat that you're in and start looking towards better choices to get you out of the rut or the boat that you're in. Uh, if you're not satisfied and when it comes to mental health, I think the the power of our thinking is where it starts. You know, are you a lifelong learner or are you going to hang your hook on what you've always known and accept that? Why is mental health so important? You know, you hear that you hear it a lot and it almost to me, I didn't start hearing it. Maybe I didn't start paying attention until, you know, some years ago. But it's like, man, OK, now mental health. You hear it a lot, and so sometimes it's almost like, was that just like a catchphrase or something? But why is mental health so important? I, I think that mental health is an absolute you know, foundational pillar uh, because if you're, you've got, your subconscious mind is 10,000 times more powerful than your conscious mind. So let me say that again. Like your subconscious mind is 10,000 times more powerful than your conscious thinking, what you're literally, you know, um, you're processing the information coming into your head through your cortex, your mm-hmm. neocortex, your, you know, your, um, and and what people don't realize is it's like the power of an ant versus the power of an elephant. Who's going to win that fight? 
The elephant. All day, every day. Yeah. So your subconscious is the equivalent power of an elephant. Your your uh, conscious mind is the is the power of an ant. This is all based out of a, a good book that I read many years ago. Should read it again. It's a great called The Ant and the Elephant. <laughs> great title. <laughs> I wish I could remember the, the, the author's name, but I read it so long ago. I, I got it in my notes. I could probably dig it up. I'll look it up for you. And, um, but the reality is, is The Ant and the Elephant talks about how important it is to get your ant, your conscious mind, riding on the back of your elephant, your subconscious mind. And you will plow down barriers that are limitation factors in your way. So let's say that, oh, I'll just use my story. I remember uh, one of my you know, coaches from old tell, telling uh, me, I'm sorry, Aaron, hard work doesn't guarantee you everything. Somebody, somebody told you that. Yeah. Okay. And, and that's a, that was a blow because I was the guy that showed up early. I was the uh, last to leave. I practiced day in, day out. I mean, hours upon hours. I went to the camps. I went to the, you know, the trainings. I, I sought counsel on how to be better at my, you know, skill and my craft and my position. And I wanted to be the best at it. I practiced, I practiced, I practiced, I practiced, I practiced all the fundamentals. I'm still, a, I'm today at 40, I'm not near as fast and I'm definitely not near as agile, I hate to say. My brain, though, knows I can do it because I've done it time and time and time again in my real life when I was a young uh, young kid uh, and as I, you know over the years that I've pr- I beat those those uh, pathways in so well into my subconscious thinking that I am still a fundamental ball player and when I get on a court I, when I can play you know I can still outperform a lot of you know uh, people because I have root fundamentals because I was such a fundamentalist. I loved it. So I taught my elephant to lead the way, and my aunt just got on the back of it. Now, today, unfortunately, my conscious, you know, things I can do a, a ball between the legs layup. Well, I'm not quite as, you know, gifted. I think you could do it. You can do it. Oh, I could do I can still. I, give me three tries. I get it. Okay, so Bill Pete, he wrote... And he was the he was the author and the illustrator of the Ant and the Elephant, which I think is, is really he on, cool. Is he on? Is he on our call right now? Bill Pete, we're actually gonna patch him in. Oh yes. <laughs> no, I'm we should we should reach out to Bill Pete and say, hey, uh, we referenced you today. We want to talk about your book. Yeah. You know, but you know, you're talking about you know skill and everything that goes on. So there's this documentary series that's going on called The Last Dance about Michael Jordan and the I've heard about the it. Bulls, and it's going over his career, and it's it's a really cool thing, but. Like, he was obsessed about being the best. And for him, he had a natural ability. But if he just kind of was happy with that and didn't put in the work, didn't do the the research on his opponents, didn't, you know, practice a, a you know, insane amount of hours, then he wouldn't have became as great and seen as, like, the greatest of all time. And I think that that is absolutely, you know, goes one step f- further. So is mental health just something that – you're naturally gifted at some people have it some people don't i would say maybe in i mean some cases and i i would venture to guess that sure i guess that there's a possibility i could i think i could probably make a physiological connection to that but is it are you destined to have the thinking that you have and i would say absolutely not i think that you know there's enough books out there mark victor hansen how to dream bigger than you or think bigger than you ever thought you could um, Napoleon Hill, think and grow rich. I mean, they, they, these people talk about thinking, thinking, thinking. Mm-hmm. And that's the key word. You know, thinking gets you to a place where you can outperform every negative 
reason why you can't and find a, a, the, the will to push onward, upward, goodward, and Godward, no matter what you're faced with. So, you know, if somebody says to me, um, you know, all the reasons why they can't follow a, a meal plan or can't take their supplements, I show them all the reasons why they can. And I just keep fighting that process and, and just keep trying to outperform all their negativity because I'm trying to retrain that subconscious. And sometimes it is a literally beating your head against the wall, but you keep in the game. You keep pressing forward to the mark because I can see in Jennifer and Amber and our staff, we can see health in you. And we recognize when people come through our doors and people we talk with that are broken and are hopeless and that are kind of doomed, and they just need a lift in the spirit. They need somebody to motivate them to push them upward, good word and God word, and into a direction, into a realm of possibility beyond where they're able to go on their own. And that's okay. That's called getting counsel. That's what, what wisdom is all about, Sharp, iron sharpening iron, Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen. And so shall one man sharpen another. If we are willing to submit, humble ourselves before other people that have results on the tree that we're after, we can follow their path, follow their program, and we'll get the result that they have. And that's better health, more longevity, more vitality. And I'm constantly pressing people to, to keep at it. You never stop working at getting healthy because when your health is gone, your ability to walk up a threshold of your house is gone and mental health is no different it needs constant stimulation your brain wants to be awesome it is awesome but it wants to be awesome and it wants massive fuel and massive stimulation those are its number one and two requirements how do you how do you stimulate that and here's a question this is from randy he said good morning how do you feel about meditation and do you have any suggestions would meditating stimulate your brain what can you do yeah so me- meditating uh, is a form of prayer to me and, and so I, I, I think that whenever we are able to slow down the pace of our society around us, I think that that is an absolute necessity in today's modern world, unlike any time in our past, because we're so inundated with information coming at us and busy schedules, which I believe busy to be being under Satan's yoke. Uh, I think we need to be mindful and I think taking time out of your day to pray, to meditate, to to breathe, to uh, do you know, uh, you know, you know, Grandmaster Gars over at PMA does you know um, qigong and, and all the tai chi, tai chi, yeah. uh, tai chi, and and it's movement patterns and it's joint mobility. It's also centering and grounding, and and it's a it's a way of thinking through processes in a slow enough state. And I remember you know studying piano with a Russian pianist. And she goes, you do remember, uh, you know, you, 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 the slower you practice, the faster you play. And I was like, I never hmm. re- understand. And, and so it, and what she was saying is the more crisp you get the practice on the front end and you go through the, the patterns that I want you to see and model, all of a sudden you'll build on that and get a little faster. You get a little faster. You get a little faster. You get a little faster, 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 faster. And so that's what I think slowing down ultimately does it allows your brain to process the the crazy around us because information's flying at us left right up down inside out uh, twice on sunday it's coming faster and faster and then and you're able to stop the chaos just by saying no and then you're able to think around wh- you know how am i going to work through this challenge how am i going to work through that challenge 
how am I going to gird up myself to make sure that I'm, oh, that's right, I got a belt of truth, put my own belt of truth on first, Lord, uh, thank you for that. Thank you for the blessed breastplate of righteousness. I'm protecting my, my heart and I'm protecting my vital organs. I'm protecting my body, making sure that I'm ready to go out today. I, I put on the boots of peace, the peace that surpasses all understanding, the peace that guards my heart, my mind, and my soul through Christ Jesus. See, this just this, this chanting that I'm just demonstrating right here on the is a form of meditation. I'm working through the helmet of salvation, seeing it come down over my head because the devil's playground is an idle mind. So we have to be careful about, you know, what the one caution I would have is like when people say, oh, I empty my mind. Well, be careful emptying your mind because you don't necessarily realize the power of the enemy spiritually will fill your mind with say, lies, devil, you, and, and devilish ways. It can get filled up real yeah, quick that's if you right. just like. So you, you, I think that as you go into a meditative state, a prayerful state, you should gird up your body with the, the armor of God. That's in Ephesians. And the last two items, you know, we didn't talk about the breastplate uh, or the shield of faith and the sword of the spirit. You've got to put that word in you when you don't need it, and God will pull it out of you when you do need it. And that way, whenever you get into some of these states of peaceful thinking and calming and breathing, you're able to let let God work on you. And I think in so Russia, uh, in, uh, there's a Russian martial arts called Sistema. It's a breathing martial arts, and um, it's fascinating stories these guys tell. And and whenever I, I read through some of these these uh, these stories, these these Russian soldiers would talk about being shot. Basically, they were dying, and they would had enough energy to get to a cave, and they would just breathe it out, and they would lay there for days and days breathing their martial art. And what the a lot of times I didn't realize, um, it was a, a Russian Orthodox church, and they would be breathing in. Um, uh, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. That was that they breathed in, Lord. And so, and I've I've always never been one for chanting um, or anything, but I've tried to break that whole conversation down. You know, uh, is that a negative thing to do, L- Lord Jesus Christ? You know, I'm calling out. You know, Lord Jesus Christ. I, I don't think that's a problem. I think that would probably be pretty good. <laughs> you know, we probably need more of Jesus in all of our lives. I would say. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, I'm acknowledging who he is. He's the Son of the living God, the creator of all the universe. You know, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me. I've been shot. I've been wounded. I've been broken. So it doesn't matter if you've really been shot or if you've really been injured, but what if you've been mentally hurt or your body's been hurt in some capacity? Have mercy on me. Uh, A sinner and reminding yourself that, you know, without him, you know, you're lost and you're a sinner and you can't do it without him. And I think that, you know, I've, I, I look at these guys and listen, and I'm like, these are the stories that they would tell about breathing in, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And they would breathe out death and destruction and pain and misery. And then they would share these stories of how they would walk out of the cave after having, you know, vital wounds um, uh, pierced. And I just wonder, like, man, are those just folk tales? Are those just fairy tales? Or is that, like, possible? You know, and do we limit our thinking mentally uh, because, you know, there's no way that could happen. You know, you get shot. You're dead, man. Well, maybe. And I, 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 yeah, I got it. But what if, you know, what if it didn't kill you? What what could you do? You know, do you have is there hope? And I think that hope comes from that elephant in your mind. Do you have you trained the mind to sweat in silence so that you don't have to bleed in war? And and I think that we're all fighting different battles mentally, emotionally. 
uh, in our minds. And, I, you know, last week, kind of piggybacking off of last week's sleep talk into uh, a mental health uh, place today, we saw that, you know, 11 days with no sleep, you basically have all the si- same signs and symptoms of Alzheimer's. I was talking to one of my friends a couple days ago, and he was talking about his days being flipped upside down. He got furloughed from work. You know, he's able to keep his benefits, um, and, you know, he got some unemployment, so his bills. But he's kind of – he's been paranoid to leave the apartment. He was asking me, like, have you been to the store? You know, have you gone anywhere? Have you done this? And I was like, well, I've you know, I've done some things, you know, if I needed to get done, but I'm, I'm as careful as I can be. And he was just kind of, you know, feeling it out. And I was telling him about the conversations we've had. I was like, man, well – you need to you need to get some sleep, you know, try and get some structure back. Because he was like, I've been awake since I don't know how long. And I was telling him about some of those studies. He's like, man, I've looked at some of that stuff. You know, I've, I've, I've seen some of the stuff on YouTube and, 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 and Googled it and everything else. But he was like, yeah, I, I do need to. But that's really interesting information. But uh, a lot of people are dealing with issues, I guess, in their mental health and their sleep cycles and everything's all flipped upside down right now. Yeah, and, and so whenever we look at, you know, sleep cycles and mental health and how important sleep is that's one reason why you know we're not just if you come in and you're mentally depressed we're not just going to treat you like a mental case we're going to look at you like a whole body like you've got sleep patterns you've got a liver that processes heavily while you're sleeping so if you're a person that finds themselves hot and sweaty during the night um, your, your liver needs support you know if you find yourself waking up during the night you got organ systems that need support if you if you're finding that uh, you're up and up uh, up and down through the night and you just sleep really light, that's a you have mineral deficiencies in your body. We will help you find those mineral deficiencies. We'll find those organs that aren't working like they're supposed to, and we'll help you drive past it so that your body will perform better. I had one person that was just they were so stressed out that we had to just do um, you know cortisol reduction, like the hormone cortisol production was too high. And so they were just light sleep, and they weren't getting good rest, and their body would literally feel it the next morning. And so we just downregulated their cortisol through phosphatidylserine, phosphatidylcholine, and um, holy basil, and boom, it was amazing. And people go, "How do you do that?" And I've just really, I think, I think every day, I just, I'm coming to grips more and more with the what God has made me into. Like I can modulate the chemistry with food and and nutrition herbs and vitamins um like medical doctors attempt to modulate the the chemistry with drugs the only difference is is the side effects that are on on my side are nil the side effects on theirs on their sides can be catastrophic and and they do have a negative impact and they because they are chemicals that are altering like sleep medication for example um can give you anywhere from three to 33 minutes of better sleep. Let me let me say that again. That doesn't seem worth it when you say it like that. Uh, yeah. But but that's the, that's what they say on their sites. They yeah. say that you know if you take sleep medication, three to thirty three minutes is the best you're gonna get. Is it supposed to like get you started? Is that the whole thing? Like well, we'll get you started, and then you, it's you know it, after three minutes is up to you. Exactly. Except that this is what it really does. It disrupts hypothalamic activity. It disrupts the brain's ability to take care of its hygienic needs during the night. Remember, your brain is, during the night, a time for your body to be legally insane for eight-hour, six-hour windows. Now, there's always you know, going to be people that are extreme night owls. Really, it's only two out of ten. Or people that are extreme morning persons. Um, 
and I would be that extreme morning person for sure. Um, and I might not even, I don't know, maybe I'm not. I, I think 5 o'clock, you know, consistently waking up is um, a pretty extreme for most people. Yeah, but, so by 6 you're ready to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah like I'm, like, I'm, well, I'm where I need to be by 6, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, and so a lot of times um, the other seven people, though, are scattered throughout the middle somewhere. And so you have to recognize, like, one, there are patterns in your body that if you find yourself getting up easier in the morning and then at around 8, 839 you're ready to hit the sack you got instead of fighting that honor that like rearrange your day to accommodate so that you can be with your friends family loved ones or people you want to be with um, during your waking hours because you know i mean one of the lights go out boom out there's presidents that say they were always in bed no late they were asleep by 10 o'clock in order to do the work that they need to be done because they have equated you know people sleep deprivation to causing major catastrophic mistakes on the job in business decisions decisions and or warlike tactics. Sleep is so powerful, so valuable. But yet, again, just like we talked about last week, it's such a um, interesting like vulnerability place too. because like, when you go out, you're out, you know, truly. And if you wake up more restless or more tired in the morning after you went to sleep, there is a problem in your system's detox pathways as well. And that's another place that we can impact at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. We're looking at more than just mental health, but we appreciate where you're at mentally. And, you know, one thing um, I just w- it would say back on this idea of, like, how, to, how important is mental health, one conscious thought, okay, so just grab that a moment, one conscious thought stimulates 2,000 neurons. One conscious thought. That's a conscious. That's your aunt. Okay? Mm-hmm. And, and so uh, one subconscious thought stimulates four billion neurons. How many do we have? You got, I think it's like a, around a trillion or three trillion. It's a lot. Okay. Uh, yeah. I might even have it written in here somewhere. It might be in another book that I got to you know, dig up. But we, we have a ton. Yeah. Okay? So, but I mean, just say it again because I really want you to grab this. You know, because if you don't learn how to meditate, pray, visualize out what you want your life to look like after you've done built it, you might find yourself in a place where you never thought you'd be because you didn't plan well. People never plan to uh, fail to pl- uh, plan to fail. They just fail to plan. So we've got to get you thinking about what do you want your health to look like at the end of 2020? Like just because this pandemic happened doesn't mean that you have to ride that wave. You have to just recognize that you just got to play. The, the game got changed. There's another great book, Who Moved Your Cheese, right? And, and, and the whole book is about the, the, the absolute truth that change is happening all the time. And are you somebody that's just going to hang your hat on the same old hook? Or are you going to toss that hook and get you a new hook? Are you going to toss that old idea and get a new idea? Or are you going to integrate old ideas with new ideas to create fantastic ideas and and or are you going to you know how are you going to go about you know figuring out what life is going to look like for you at the end of 2020 how are you going to navigate the terrain because i i sit with people every week and we battle out and conversate and discuss like the realities of confusion all around us and you know what we came to conclusion if we as you know forerunners and leaders um in business and life um in our social circles are are experiencing challenge of struggle and thought, 
what are other people that aren't that are aimlessly wandering dealing how are they getting through it not well i assure you and one of the coolest things we came to realize is we need to all be walking with our friend jesus every day more than ever instead of looking at the waves beating up against our boat in the storm instead of being concerned about us getting sick in the boat because of the rocking of the boat from all the chaos around us we need to keep our eyes on our friend jesus we need to be uh, focused on him more of 70% of our day instead of our problems 70% of our day and then all of a sudden if you look to where he is you can walk on water if you keep your eyes on him you'll remain walking on water and when you get to where he is you'll be dining in the presence of your enemies in the coolness of the day and you will fear no evil praise be to the lord give me some right now it's 9 35 AM, this is KHEARadio.com, 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. My name is Gardy. I have Dr. Aaron Chapa with Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center here in studio. If you're watching on social media, share this out. Start a watch party. If you're going back and listening to this on, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or some other platform, text a friend the link and share with them this, this message that we are uh, getting out. So here's a comment and a question from Leah. And I may mispronounce some of these things, but Dr. Chapa, you usually know what I'm trying to say. So Leah says, hi, I suffer from diabetes and polycystic ovary disease. I've also been given a diagnosis of generalized anxiety disorder. How much of the anxiety disorder do you think can be from the diabetes and the PCOS? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, PCOS, a polycystic ovarian syndrome, is if, if that's all she gave me, I would already have told her she's got a diabetic problem. But she told me on the front end she's got diabetes also. So we know that diabetes is uh, contributing to her hormonal disruption. The challenge that she faces, because now it's bridged into her psyche, is that the digestive uh, system is irritated because of the amount of sugars that her body is dealing with. And, I'm, and the sugars could be whether she means to put them in hidden uh, or her body's inability to process stuff that she puts in. And so her, they just sit in there and bounce around like a pinball, beating everything up like what free radicals do in our body, causing inflammation and destruction in our bodies. And so the diabetes, the blood sugar dysregulation, causes the hormones to get mal to malfunction. And then the irritation in the digestive tract disrupts her neurotransmitter formation in her brain. How does that happen? Because you've got 3 million more neurotransmitters in your digestive tract than you do in your brain. And so, Leah, what I would say is that your brain neurologically is now being altered by the hormonal cascades happening underneath that is Underneath that being disrupted by the digestive foundation that you've lost in having diabetes. And, um, um, and once we fix the GI tract and get your diet cleaner, what you eat is important, what you don't eat is more important, getting you off the four deadly food additives, getting you off of the four inflammatory foods, getting your body uh, to start recognizing you know, uh, inflammation going down and your body start feeling alive again, you'll see your neurotransmitters in your digestive tract begin to fly in formation and then your neurological system will come back online and then you'll, your, and your hormones and your uh, nervous system will begin to communicate synergistically, not at opposing foes and, uh, and, and enemies. And so right now what you have is you've got two battling you know, departments, your endocrine system and your neurological system and your digestive system all fighting. And because they're fighting, no good decisions are getting made, and the only person you know that's suffering is you. <laughs>
and your your brain is having a hard time processing information. Your brain has probably got brain fog, and a lot of people don't realize it. But you know, brain fog could be as simple as just rem not being able to remember why you walk into a room. You know, brain fog could be early. I'm struggling with names, numbers, and words. Um, it could be that you're you find yourself like attention deficit. You like you you you're, you you don't focus on much very very long, or you sit down to read a book and you start getting you know sleepy eyed. And you're like, man, what is in this book that makes me so sleepy? Words. Oh, <laughs> dang it. You know, uh, those, yeah. you need to build a bucket of words around you so that you can uh, leverage words, words, words. My mentor said if you want to speed read, you get a better vocabulary. Uh, my mom always told me if I, I want to stop cussing, uh, I need to have a better vocabulary. And so vocabulary is Dr. a— Dr. Chopper, were you cussing as a kid? Uh, I don't know, maybe, <laughs> you know. And, uh, and so, you know, vocabulary is an important, you know, important part of the game. And so the new vocabulary we want to give you is a better sense of what to eat, when to eat, how to eat, uh, timing to eat, so that we can decrease inflammation in your GI tract and get your hormones and your nervous system to fly in formation and not fly, um, you know, at opposing their own desires. And you will see cysts melt away. You'll see hormones come back into balance. You'll see the cramping and the aching and the heavy bleeds stop and and you can see your body inside of, you know, six to nine months begin to regulate out depending on how long you've had it. Typically, if you've been diagnosed with diabetes, I would assume type 2, um, if you've been diagnosed with diabetes, diabetes type 2 does not come on overnight. It isn't like a infection. It is a slow onslaught of time going in the wrong direction and your body falling apart hour by hour, day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year, and all of a sudden you wake up with this disorder. And so people go, well, dang it, does that mean it's going to, how long did it start? I don't know. Let's say you've had diabetes for five years, right? It'll probably take one year to truly reverse that. I mean, it's not, there is no easy flip a switch. Now, sometimes it does, but I mean, a lot. sometimes some of these chronic disorders that evolve take time. And But the encouraging thing I have to say is, Anything your body can develop, it will undevelop. And so you're able to reverse the process by uh, by just taking a different route. We can get you back on track, and then all of a sudden you start learning, I can do this, I can do that, I can change this, I can work this into my lifestyle that I didn't have before. And all of a sudden now I'm moving forward in my care plan. Now the anxiety disorders are gone. Now the um, stress of how I'm going to handle that situation or that situation goes away. Now my ability to break down food uh, is more effective. I'm, my bowels are moving better. My uh, sleep is deeper. My uh, handling situations like where normally I'm easily agitated, um, you know, that is now less of an issue for me. Like I have a longer fuse before I have a breaking point. And so all of these are conversations that we want to be ha having with all patients, we want to find out all the nitty-gritty details of where you've been, what you've been doing, what's worked, what's not worked, and what can we do to start moving you forward in a different direction. And at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center, we build customizable healthcare programs that will suit your need. That we're not we're not going to just you know throw the same program at every patient. It doesn't work that way. I wish it worked. That would make it a lot easier for my staff to manage all the inventory we got to keep up with. And uh, but the reality is is you know, what works for kids doesn't always work for adults. What works for, you know, people with cancer doesn't work with people with diabetes. Not to say that there can't be some overlap. I mean, we are similar in creation, 
But at the end of the day, we have to approach the body differently. There are barriers to healing, metals and chemicals and infections that burden our bodies. And you have to target those priorities appropriately in order to get the burdens to drop so that you get the health picture you're looking for. You know, you mentioned anything your body can develop, it can undevelop, which also goes for good habits for like health and nutrition. If you can develop it, it, it kind of stinks to think about, well, man, I can undevelop this. And, and I'm kind of seeing that through this, uh, this being staying home and, and, you know, not necessarily going to the grocery store as much and not having a gym to work out. And so I'm going to have my work cut out for me. Yeah. Uh, here, and, here all, and, and sometimes it's harder to get going again when you used to go. Yeah. But how, how do you, pr you press through it? You press forward anyway. And you just say, you know what? I'm going to show up. And if you show up, oftentimes, you, and, you, and you can get some kind of spark. So sometimes just showing up and pushing yourself. Because if the dude don't move. The dude don't groove. The dude don't groove. Mm -hmm. So as long as we can get you to show up and give you an opportunity to uh, do a little bit of grooving uh, and moving, your life is going to be better for it. So, you know, be encouraged no matter where you're at. And no matter where your health issues are, your body wants to undevelop it. Your brain wants to get behind you. And, and yes, uh, the level of your thinking determines the level of your results. And I want to help you get bigger thinking so that you get bigger results in your life, in every area of your life. Because I think that when people are sick and, and beat up mentally, emotionally um, in their head, I think a lot of times they just kind of throw in the towel and they just accept the beating. And uh, whatever that looks like, you know, and and I, I don't want people to accept their circumstances. I want people to recognize that you're in more control than you realize. And you've got a great, big, um, amazing help through God Almighty in Christ Jesus, our Lord, uh, to back you up and to uh, press you forward as well. If you just do your part, you know, like I always say, you, you, you know, we're going to pray. Uh, um, for God to do his part, we're going to do everything we can do on our part. And, and we're going to, this is going to be a joint effort, a two way street, a, you know, a healthy dance where we're working, uh, on this issue or this challenge together. And, um, I think that, you know, when people come in and they have mental blocks, they feel like they can't think, they can't study, they have ADD, ADHD, all these different mental issues. We have to ask ourselves, why are we seeing so much of that? It's because people don't have margin. And what that means is if you take a piece of paper uh, uh, on the outskirts of the little red lines around the paper, they call, the paper, they call that margins. In your books, the, the entire paper is not filled up. It's got margins around it. Why? Because those margins are there um, to help you organize the information so it's not, not all, you know, head to toe, uh, left to right, uh, filled full of information that's daunting and overwhelming. It's more appeasing to the eye and your body can work on it. Well, if you have no margin in your life, it's hard to adopt new principles and practices. If you, uh, and so you might need to like, you know, cut some stuff out in order to get rebalanced. And that is absolutely a necessary part of the pruning process. All good pruning probably hurts the plant. I'm sure the plant doesn't like, you know, getting a, a limb chopped off. But at the end of the day, it grows back stronger, bigger, more effective than it ever would have been had it not been pruned. And so we've got to remember that a pruning is a necessary evil. That's why the Bible says that God disciplines those he loves. Discipline is a form of pruning. And I 
think we should all want to be pruned by the Lord Almighty. He knows. He's all-knowing, right? Mm -hmm. So he knows what we need before we ask. He knows what our heart's desire is before we even have the desire ourselves. And so one of the things that we can rest, you know, rest on is that if he's got our back, all we got to do is show up and participate. And we, and instead of wallowing around in, in our genetics or wallowing around in our circumstances, we start saying, all right, if I work hard on my job, I'll make a living. But if I work hard on myself, I can make a fortune, whatever that looks like. I can invest in my kids. I can give my family the best part of me and, 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 and sow into the generations instead of uh, being limited in my ability to, to serve, um, you know, just a certain section. Like, you, you, you're, more, you're more powerful than you realize. You're more abundant than you realize. You have more opportunities in it, uh, than you realize. But if you're broken, if your health is, ta you know, empty, you can't pour from an empty cup. And so we are always looking for ways to push people into a space where they're working actively on their health. And some people stick with it longer than others. And just like you said, what you can develop, uh, you can undevelop positively and negatively. So you can stick with the program and, 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 and work it through and through, get all these great results, and then go right back to all your negative bad habits. And guess what's coming right back? All your negative bad symptoms. The ailments and everything else. Absolutely. And people it, go, well, that didn't work. No, it works as long as you keep working it because oh, that's how life is. Mm -hmm. you got to de-weed. Here's a comment from Leah again. She said, thank you so much, first to Jesus, for bringing this broadcast to my attention and to Dr. Chapa for giving me hope today. Thank you. And that's what it's all about. That is what it's all that's about. That's why we, we ask and, and recommend people sharing this stream or, or doing a watch party because you never know who it's going to pop in front of. And this is information that we you know, truly believe that can help change your life forever. And, and I wouldn't be here. I know you wouldn't be here if we didn't have that same goal in mind. Um, you know, and I want you know, to just tell folks that at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center, like my heart's desire is to be a beacon of light for all those that have been at my office, all those that are at my office, and all those that are coming to my office. And we want people to know first and foremost, you know, where we stand, um, where our help comes from, and where the healing comes from. Jesus Christ is, you know, that for us. And, 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 and he's our rock and our pillar for which we built our, our office, our lives upon. And I just encourage people, you know, uh, to walk with your friend Jesus and get to know him as your Lord and Savior. And if you don't know, get involved in a good Bible-believing church and, and ask for help. You know, call up here to this uh, Abundant Life. This this church uh, loves the Lord. They operate in the Spirit. They know, um, you know how to help people grow in, in their faith. And, um, and then find, you know, pray for laborers to come into your life that will inspire you to, you know, press on. Because then you'll start seeing you know, things going on around you where you can go, wait a second. Oh, you know what? Maybe there is some truth to that. You'll pray for wisdom. You'll pray for truth. I remember every book that I ever picked up, even textbook, I was encouraged to pray that God reveal the truth to me in this material. And people go, a textbook? Why? You got to pray for the truth. It's got to be true, right? It's a textbook. Well, maybe. Uh, but do I need every truth that's in there if it's all true? You know, um, I need the information that I need in that time as I'm a, I'm a baby learner in that you know, uh, particular topic. And, and then that begins to evolve into um, information. When you find things that resonate with you, definitely share it with people uh, and, and help people see that there is a different way of thinking. I love books because a book is a compilation of 
10,000 hours of mastery that somebody has put forth in words to give out to the masses that will that will um, if it's not burned uh, or you know uh, deleted um, will will be forever present and um, and and I think that what a what a cool gift to get into somebody's head um, at their 10,000 hours of mastery in order to um, put together that compilation of words so that they can keep that in people's foresight and they can grow with it and I think that it just goes back to Proverbs twenty-seven, seventeen: as, as iron sharpens iron, so shall one man sharpen another. Books are just that re- a really cool way of getting a, a message out to a lot of people, um, you know, at their convenience. Mm-hmm. And right now we are discussing mental health this morning. Uh, you can let us know if you have any questions about any health topic at all, or specifically mental health. Maybe you want to share a portion of your journey because we are streaming live on Facebook. That is an interactive way to. To communicate with us right now as we will read some of the questions or some of the thoughts and concerns but um, mental health is important especially right now there's a lot of um, of anxiety people don't really know what's going on or what's going to happen um, and we're here to offer a message of hope um, let's see right now it's, it's 9:52. this is khea radio.com 99.5 fm we have about about 10 minutes left or so um, dr chapa is there any what else do you want to talk about as far as, as mental health or anything at all well, so, you know, just to kind of carry forward with this this idea, you know, that when people are um, thinking about mental health and the quality of their thoughts, you know, why do we maximize the conscious and minimize the unconscious? Uh, the conscious mind can be spoken to and interacted with. I think that, you know, it's easier. It's like I can interact with this phone. I can hit the share button, like button. I can make a comment, you know. That's like conscious activity. The unconscious mind uh, however, sees through imagery, um, and you know this is why advertising and marketing is such been a big deal. Is uh, the spoken ad um, isn't necessarily what drives you to buy your favorite ketchup or your favorite cereal or your favorite, you know, whatever. Um, the image, the images that are plugged into your subconscious are ultimately what drives you to make the decision. We are an image-based people. So if you've got a negative image of your of yourself, um, then what winds up happening is everything that you see validates the negative imagery that you see in yourself. You've got to look past the skeleton of a man and see the athlete in the man or woman. You have to see the business owner, the CEO, the executive, the lead, you know, bestseller, the best writer, the, you know, opportunist, somebody that can think through these things. And if you find that your brain is always navigating towards the negative, first recognize that that is, that's where you're at, okay? Now start changing it. The pen is the crowbar to the mind. So start writing down what you want your life to look like after you've done built it. Start looking at how your body uh, or how your mind is thinking throughout the day and start plugging in new information. We shared that book last week, uh, Magic of Thinking Big, and and just start in places to get your mind thinking differently based on how you were raised. I don't care if you're 50 years old, 70 years old, 90 years old. I've talked to people that have you know chosen to read some of the book materials that we share with folks, and they and they're and they're blown away. They go, man, I wish I had this when I was 18. You know that that book that we talked about last week. My guest yesterday, he's a city councilman for the city of Santa Fe, Fidencio Leja. 
he got it. He was my guest on air and, and we were talking about stuff and he was like, hey, I just wanted to, to share this with, it was like at the end, we had already went off the FM and it was at the very end of the street. He was like, hey, look, I got this, I got this book. I just wanted to share it, man. Uh, and he was, he was about to dive in to it with his daughter. Yeah. And, and it is absolutely, I'm just telling you, there's, it's the little things. You know, we, I look at words like mental candy. And if you put enough good words into your into your mind, your mind will begin to figure out how to organize that information. And 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 if you don't like reading, guys, I want to be first and foremost to tell everybody I am not an excellent reader. Uh, I, I it pains me like I, like it's it's the hardest thing that I do, but it is what my dad used to call mental gymnastics. We we keep pressing the mind. The mind will never return back to its original shape. It wants to be awesome. It wants to be fed. It wants to be stimulated. And the way you take it to the stimulation level is you press it forward. You do new activities. You do you make it read 30 minutes a day. Miss a meal. Skip a meal. But never miss 30 minutes of reading a day. And you and you go, but I don't like I fall asleep at 20 minutes. Great. Then you know, read hard for 20 minutes. Or you can do what I've been doing. Um, and, and I take and I use the, the digital versions, the audible versions of these books, and I press play and open the book. And I literally let oh, the thing cool. read to me. It hits you in multiple ways. And, and you I'm see it visually, hear it, hear it, and in your and head. in my process. And then I and, and I'll literally because I got the book in the in the audio, I'll 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 pre- pause it and circle a word. I'll make a little comment in the margin. You know, people go, you can write in your books. Yeah. There's a great book called Turn the Page or Mortimer Aller's book, How to Read a Book. Uh, I know, dumb, right? I mean, who would write a book called How to Read a Book? I mean, but at the end of the day, there is an art to being a student reading. Uh-huh. There is an art to being a, you know, casual, I'm on an airplane reading. Uh, there is an art to leadership reading. There is an art to a self-directed education reading reader. And so recognizing the type of material you're reading determines how you're going to operate. And knowing whether or not it's legal to, do I have to read this thing cover to cover? Or can I have, you know, 12 books running all at the same time? And this is mental vitamins that makes your brain sharper in one very powerful way. Put somebody else's thinking in your head if yours is negative. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you just need to get yourself out of your own way. You ever heard that? Yeah. Well, the way you do that is you drown. Sometimes you got to drown yourself out. And then you, and that's what the Bible says. We got to die to self. And let Christ take over. When you were talking about the margins earlier, that's that went through my head. I was like, I know for a fact, Doctor Chapa's books. When you were talking about, hey, you gotta the margins are there to bring structure, but then you can also use the margins of your life to improve yourself. Whether that's, I'm sure your Bible's marked up. I'm sure every book, textbook, <laughs> book you've read for leisure, like, oh, this is good. It's probably a, you know highlighter notes, everything on it. And if you notice, a lot of times I go to my phone and I pull up. It's because in my note section of Evernote, I have books that I'm reading. And I was able to type in Ant and the Elephant, you know, because I remember mm-hmm. the title. And guess the, the author's name popped up. Of course, I had it there. Good for me. And I was able to read some of those little statistics. And, you know, and I think that, you know, when I go to a, like, here's a, here, just a random, you know, thinking out of uh, the Sleep Revolution book, you know, so I'm just going to randomly grab it, not plan, not, not even really. But, um, okay, so Lunesta is a sleep pill, 2015 Consumer Report found. Uh, that uh, Ambien and Lunesta put people to sleep only about 20 uh, minutes faster on average than a placebo and added only three uh, to 30. It was that same study I just mm-hmm. said two seconds ago. So I just have put this in my head somewhere. 
and, uh, and 34 minutes of total sleep time. Uh, their effectiveness is so limited that as of late 2014, they were no longer uh, considered a first-choice treatment for chronic insomnia by the American Academy of Sleep Medicine. Whoa, guys. Whoa. I mean, the American Academy of Sleep Medicine says, you know, no, no go for that. Well, let's check out this other one. Um, you know, taking these drugs uh, for more than six months raises the uh, risk by 84% of Alzheimer's. Like, you can make yourself worse. Wow. Um, taking some of these sleep aids because it doesn't allow the brain to do its hygienic effects during the night. The hypothalamus gets derailed. The hypothalamus, the pineal gland, the um, uh, hippocampus are all designed to allow yesterday's learned information process in a way into the subconscious thinking filing cabinets in an organized manner. I mean, you ever tried to go looking for papers, can't find the papers because you didn't organize it right on the front end? Yeah, with my, my son's new homeschooled routine. There's all <laughs> yeah. It's like the turn in, the way you turn in, it's like we'll take a picture, submit it digitally. Yeah. And then Sounds so simple enough. If if it didn't actually get turned in or you thought it's in the wrong spot, maybe you didn't hit send, and then it's like, Well, I can throw this away or I put it here and it's just like a whole mess. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so and that and, and that's one of the yeah. you know, digital um I mean, I'm always fascinated like, you know, how Kurt will organize all the digital stuff. Video and, files. He's over there pulling and stowing and, and shuffling. And he's like, guessing. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Probably he's guessing. And um, and so, you know, but I think that a part of that organization for our brain comes through good health. You know, the how good blood flow do you have coming into your brain? How good sleep patterns do you have? How well do you feed the body throughout the day? Do, uh, and how well do you hydrate? What is your mineral lay, load like? At Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center, we love giving people alternatives to drugs and surgery. We stand behind that. We know that the body wants to be awesome, that it can be awesome. Yes, it's a degenerating earth suit. Yes, it's wearing out. But you can control the time and the, the pace for which it wears out. And it's very exciting to know that you can work alongside Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. And we're going to teach you, train you how to leverage this medicine tool chest for yourself, these lifestyle practices for yourself, and help you push yourself outside of your, you know, uh, limitations and your limiting beliefs and help you find, you know, the product of what I would call we got to get you better thinking by giving you better information. We got to get you better thinking by changing the inputs for what you're bringing into your noggin day in and day out. And we've sometimes got to get you uh, you know, associating with different li uh, you know, types of people that you normally hang out with in order to avoid some of the pitfalls because what you eat is important, but what you don't eat is more important. It goes both ways. You've got to know where your pitfalls are. You don't have to be perfect to be healthy. You don't have to be perfect to be on the living well plan. you just got to be willing to do your best. Start your day right so that you can end it right. And know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you, know, you have an opportunity to control how fast or slow your body ages. And I truly think that, you know, it's going to age regardless. I'd rather be in more control than on the slippery slope to nowhere. Slow and down. so I pray uh, all of you guys that this message finds you well. And if you're not well, come visit Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center, 281-554-8600. Visit us at justlivewell.com. Help us help you by making an appointment today and let us uh, serve you in any way we can in your health and wellness needs. We are you know, uh, in League City, and uh, we're just happy to serve. Right now it's 10.02 on a Tuesday. It's not too late 